Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Going for the sweep here this weekend. Get all four below. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. Yeah, there's no way. It just got a lot more difficult for the driver of the 18. We don't have a trophy, so um, whatever. We all drive like animals on restarts. I know that. I don't really don't care. I mean, if it's entertaining for people to watch, it really does not matter to me a bit. We have a kind of a pact in the team. You know, at the end, you got best man win. Side by side, teammates not giving an inch. Was it fun? Uh, if I won. Joey Logano is going to win the Pennzoil 400. Yeah. Awesome job, everyone. I loved it today, so I loved it last week. So that's four this weekend. So I'm going home and go to sleep. Welcome to NASCAR America Motor Mouths. I'm Rutledge with Kyle and AJ. <laughs> we got lots to talk about today, guys. We want to hear from you. So call in using the number 844-NASCAR-NBC. My daughters asked me, Dad, what happens though if that number's too long? Once you've entered it sufficient numbers, whatever the number is, you're fine. It's just like oh, you extra. can just keep mashing. It's like extra yeah, cheese on keep, a pizza. Oh, no way. Just keep going. You're no fine. Way. Here's what we've been talking about. First impressions from the 2019 rules package. The full debut in Vegas. Kyle Busch closing in on 200 career wins. Where should that accomplishment rank among the all-time greats in NASCAR? And with Joey Logano holding off Brad Keselowski to take the win in Vegas, that gives Team Penske two of the three wins to start the 2019 Cup season. So, Kyle, is mm, Team Penske God, I need you to go to me. the best team in NASCAR right now? Um, I don't think you can argue with the trophies, okay? And I don't think you can argue with – maybe they're, they're, they're fast, but maybe they're not outrunning everybody. But, but the two-car, Brad Kay – well, not, is not even in the picture the first part of the race. And here he is always at the end of the race. So they adjust, they work. Total package-wise, I think they are. But, and A.J. knows, there's always a team when there's a rule change, always an organization that just hits it, that understands it, that lands on it first, and then everybody has to chase them. And right now, that's the Penske organization. I mean, I'll go one further than that. It's not so much even just the team. I'd say manufacturer. Yeah, oh, that's true. As a whole, that is true. With the Mustang, it's just been... Dialed in, and I'm not going to lie, that Roush Yates horsepower, oh. Doug Yates, they're building some <laughs> motors. And with this aero package, I think that's even more critical yeah. than, than any time we've ever had before is having a lot of horsepower. So there's a lot of Fords running up front. Obviously, the Gibbs cars have been there fairly close, but as a whole, manufacturer Ford right now is dominating. Yeah, and what I like about the Fords this year is the Ford guys just stood back and shot a huge hole in the excuse that the Chevy guys used all last year. <laughs> oh, we got a new car. We can't figure it out. What are we going to do about it? <laughs> they just showed up and kicked butt right off the bat. Slightly. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah slightly, you don't have to touch that. Slightly, you don't have to touch yeah. that. If you're wondering, it doesn't take a call for Kyle to tell you what's what. That's a perfect example. Uh, it did seem 
like a really lucky thing. And, and not, I don't want to just say luck, but Ford making that change when they did. We saw it. Everybody thought the Camaro was going to come out. This would be mm -hmm. great. new, And it was almost like they were pulling a parachute behind them. They had a lot of trouble getting over the change in that body. But to your point, have you seen teams, because everyone's trying to make these changes yeah. at the same time, but without talking to each other or trying to share information. So do you think we will see that continue specifically with the Ford, or do you think we'll see that with other teams also where they're able to hit on that same sort of magic? Okay. I'm going to use um, um, where, you, where you drove last year. Um, JTG. JTG. <laughs> Sorry, I went blank there. JT, I mean, they've had some decent runs. I, I look at a couple of runs. Are they capable of winning? No, they weren't capable of winning the race, but they've moved forward. There's a couple of teams back that were here that have moved to here. Sure. And and did the rule change move them to here? What moved them to here? Because I, I don't I don't I don't understand why they're here um, all of a sudden as we started right. this year. So I do have to say there's other organizations that under these rules have just kind of hit something. The, the, sure. the rules have helped the smaller yes, teams. Yes. Because what happens is is when you put on a ton of downforce. That just evens the yeah. cars up enough to where, take last year, for instance, and this is what we fought at our at the race team, yeah. was the fact that when you have really low downforce and teams that are able to go to wind tunnels every week, yes. every day, basically, yeah. and yeah. they find a little bit of downforce, well, when you find a little bit of downforce with a car that has no, no downforce, downforce, it makes a yeah. huge difference. And I think that's why over the last couple of years, the gap has gotten bigger and bigger between yeah, what you would point. call the A, the B, and the C ranked yeah, teams. Good point. So with this package, it just tightens everything yeah. back up. And now it's in that smaller package to try to figure out, okay, who can stand out. Right now we've seen Team Penske and, yeah. and the Ford as a manufacturer really stand out. It's a big deal. Guess what, guys? What? We got our first caller, and it's it's our homie. It's Carl from Carl. What's going on? Always man? great to hear from you. Carl, yeah, what? I just want to take the time first to thank your producers. Um, I live and breathe this sport. I think it's the best sport in the world. And for them to answer my calls and to put me on every week really means a lot to me. So I'd like to give a shout-out to your producers for being kind like that. So thank Carl, you you're them. amazing. You're amazing. Carl, but, Carl you know, they said you've been on hold since 7 o'clock this morning. Thank you for holding <laughs> Thanks. Well, I still have a job, believe it or not, Carl. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's working around here. Carl, what's on your mind? Um, is it with, okay, AJ and Kyle, with you guys being the driver, when a team like, it is early in the season, but like what Penske is doing, is it particularly one certain thing that they've just hit on that's got them in these first couple races just like it is? What is it that, I mean, with the teams all having capable and everything, you said the manufacturer, is it just one certain thing that a team gets on that just bow and then they're on it dominating like this? and? Uh, what is it one particular thing that that team can hit on just yeah. to be dominating like this? No, Carl, I don't think it's one. It's it, it's in racing. It's it's never just one thing. Yeah. You know, it it takes a whole organization. It takes a manufacturer like we're talking about Ford and talking about Roush Yates horsepower. It takes that as well. So, Kyle, like you talked about, it, you know, you take Brad for instance. He hasn't been up front the whole time in in That's a right. lot in both of these races really. So. It takes a, a great pit stops, yeah. a great race team, uh, you know, there, and that goes vice versa. You look at Joey at Atlanta. He was going to finish second and had a loose wheel. So it's not just one thing, really. It just comes down to, as a team, when you hit on something, you're putting all those small yeah. pieces together to make one big piece, and then all of a sudden that's what happens. And, and when you start doing that, it, 
makes the other team start to kind of start pressing and, and finding things and in a way that can also help that team as well because they can start yeah. getting further away. And, and you were just in a car most recently of anybody sitting here. There are a lot of, of there's different tentacles to this. It's not just, like you say, it's not just arrow. It's not just pit crew. It's, it's spread across the board. Yeah. And explain what some of those things are in the offseason because it really no could be. Well, I mean, truly, it could be. <laughs> Let's think about not just Arrow as a whole, but let's focus on one corner. And there's a group that talks about yeah. knowing what the rules are and what our tolerances are. What could we do here that's going to change something over here? And, and it's, it's a breakdown of all of these things. So when we say teams are hitting on something, they started, they might have started with 100 points or 80 points of interest, and two or three can really affect and change those little things that you talk about. And they really do, but you don't know that until you get on the racetrack. That's right. So, and that's what's hard about this rules package in general is the fact that when you go out there, you can go into the wind tunnel and say, hey, this puts up great yeah. numbers, but you get on the racetrack and it may terrible. be terrible and drag. That's right. So you're going to learn each race to go, what are the key things you have to work on? And, yeah. and you know, you know, we, these, they, they've tested this package at Vegas. And there were a lot of teams that come back and thought they had something. And when they went up back the race, they didn't have what they thought they had because you never get that experience until you run that race. So there's guys that are trying to catch up right now because now they've got a couple or one race with it. Yeah, their belt. that's a big deal. Carl, thanks for your call. Thanks, as man. always. Next up, we got Doug. Uh, Doug, you want to talk a little bit about Kyle Busch? Yes, indeed. Am I uh, on here? Yes, yes sir. You are, man. Thanks for calling. Well, uh, I wanted to kind of weigh in on the uh, Kyle Busch 200 win, uh, approaching 200 wins, and the comparison that are ultimately going to come up with uh, Richard Petty. Oh, sure. Um, I know a lot of people have said Richard won so many races because he ran nearly 60 races a year sometimes, and he didn't always have national-level competition. But when he did have national-level competition, he still won. When Kyle has uh, stiff competition, he's, he's good but not great. So I don't think you can compare them. And when everybody brings the big guns, Kyle does all right, but he doesn't dominate. But in the trucks and Xfinity, Bush, Nationwide, whatever, he... Uh, I think he's good, but not great. That's my Doug, take. hold on one second. I got to get a blanket. It just got <laughs> so cold in this room. What? He said he when he's up against good people, he's good. He's not great. Well, I'm, I'm concerned we're I'm not a, talking about the same I Kyle mean, Doug, Bush. I, I, the, the problem is, is it, it's so stacked now. Yeah. I mean, who's really dominated? Yeah. I mean, it, it's very rare. Yeah. You know, Kevin Harvick last year went on a run. We thought maybe he's going to win 12 or 13 races. Yeah. You know, in the end, he didn't even win the championship. So, you know, Kyle is uh, is not good. He is great. It's just there's a lot of great drivers out there. Yeah. Here, here's this is what I'm gonna say. So I, I'll speak to it, and you can't compare. People are gonna compare the 200 to 200 from Richard Petty. You can't compare that. We just saw that stat. Richard Petty didn't run Xfinity. Richard Petty didn't run truck. We can't compare it to Earnhardt's numbers. Dale Earnhardt Sr. He didn't run trucks. There, were, there weren't trucks. Kyle's the first guy that's really come along that's had an opportunity to really jump from Xfinity to Cup to trucks and do that, the triple. Even when the trucks started, they didn't run the trucks the same place they ran the Cup cars. And they didn't run the Xfinity cars back in the 80s and back in the 90s when Earnhardt and Mark Martin and a bunch of those guys were coming along running Xfinity races, Bush then, in the same places. So Kyle is a new breed. It's a new thing. What Kyle has done, in my opinion, has been phenomenal. And look, 51 Cup wins. There's only 13 guys in the history of the sport who have over 50 wins. He's the only active guy on the racetrack besides Jimmy Johnson. So you got to say, there's some greatness in that. 
There's some greatness yeah. from Kyle Busch. You got to say, and, and you go back, he's almost to 100 Xfinity wins. He's over 50 in the truck series. Um, but when you look at what he's done, yeah, you can't compare what Kyle's done to Richard Petty or David Pearson or Daryl Waltrip or Jimmy Johnson almost on, on the other. But you've got to understand that drivers that come along now will be compared to, if they choose to run the trucks in Xfinity, they'll shoot that shoot for that 200 number or 250 number because, hell, there's no telling how many races he's going to win. Right. Uh, I mean, honestly, that that's a, that's a crazy. But understand this, and I'm going to say this, the 200, no, no, the 200 that they are promoting for Kyle Busch should be promoted. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Should be because I think it is a huge moment in our sport to be able to watch somebody win that many NASCAR races on a national level in these top three divisions. At the same time, when Mark Martin was doing double duty, uh, when all, if we go back to the early, late 90s and early 2000s, nobody was promoting that across the board number. Nobody was promoting combined numbers. The combined number total is a promotion that NASCAR came up with because of what Kyle Busch has done. Because yeah. they can, they benefit uh, from it too. So I, I look at it that way. But you can't compare the two. I'll give him credit for how much sponsorship he gets and how many races he enters. And there's no way to compare that yeah. because nobody else has done it, like you said. But I think that the the scale of it needs to be taken into account. Yeah. And I just want to go on record as saying I don't like him. But Doug, uh, yeah, and, I was yeah. Say, Doug, <laughs> that's, that's there, we go. there we go. I'm there, guessing, now we're to the I'm crux. Stuff. You're not Thank you, Doug. You're Thank not you, Doug. a, a Cowboys fan. I'll, I'll say this: it's the fact that he's won 197 races or 197 times in something like in 998 yeah. races. He's almost at 20% winning percentage. That's, That's insane. Right. That's, I'm sorry. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Whether uh, – yeah. I, I, you, you break it out. Math, no. You don't compare greatnesses. That's right. You can't. Between drivers when it comes we to can't. that. So We can't. He's I'm, great. I'm pulling for him. I just want to say, if you uh, – we want you to call in. Don't feel like you have to be honest at the very end. <laughs> you feel I like free, that, Doug. Next time you call, you Anytime can leave you with, call here. hey, I'm not a Kyle Busch fan. And then you say, because this might surprise you, we kind of felt that the entire time. Uh, anyway, you kind of – I wonder if he hadn't made it look so easy, would you feel that same way? If you want to join in on the conversation, give us a call at 1-844-NASCAR-NBC, or you can use the hashtag – let me say this after Kyle. That's right. If you got a comment or opinion on something else, fire it off. We're right here. Pete Pastoni of Sirius XM NASCAR Radio joins us next. The PGA Tour Spring Swing continues. Next stop at the home of the king, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler, and Justin Rose bring the roars to Bay Hill. The Arnold Palmer Invitational tomorrow, 7.30 a.m. Eastern with PGA Tour Live and the 2 p.m. p.m. 2 p.m. on golf and Saturday at 2.30 Eastern like on NBC. You read that like Tiger's you watched golf. Playing. I'm still watching. I've got a next train. I watched a, a great... Uh, like a City Hall thing today from there was really fun. Hey, now it is time to introduce one of our friends from Sirius XM, Pete Pistoni, co-host of The Morning Drive. Yes. Pete, this is, as you know, we couldn't have a show like this without the, all the years of hard work y'all have done. So let's just start out. What did your listeners say about this weekend's race? Well, I'll tell you, Rut, they felt like they either liked it 
or they hated it. We didn't get much middle ground from people so far in the morning drive. And I think it's interesting where the sport is right now. It seems like it's either thumbs up or thumbs down and nothing in between. So we had some listeners who thought that the racing was good. They loved the fact that we had no caution flag. At the end of the race, there were four drivers within two and a half seconds of one another, and you really didn't know who was going to win it until the checkered flag flew. And then we had other people that thought they were going to see Daytona and Talladega because of the hack racing and the, the new rules and all that, and they were disappointed by that not happening. So if, if I'm going to be honest about what we've heard so far, guys, it's a little bit 50-50. People either loved it or they didn't love it, and they're hoping for the next one to be a little bit better. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of the same thing that, that we've seen, I, I think, talking to people. I want to ask you about Kyle Busch uh, approaching 200 wins. Do so you guys get calls on that? Um, and do you believe there's any comparison between that and Richard Petty when you when you look at them side by side? Yeah, I, I'm, you know, Kyle, you and I are cut from the same cloth. I don't think there's any comparison to the king, but I also will say in the same breath, it's quite the accomplishment. I, I think from the listener standpoint, I think your caller pretty much summed it up. If you don't like Kyle Busch, you're probably not going to like this record one way or the other. Uh, but if you're somebody that can sort of embrace what he's done, uh, I do think it should be celebrated, but I don't think there's a comparison. And here's why I think it's a moot point, guys. Kyle Busch himself has said, what I'm doing is not the same as what Richard Petty did. It's not winning 200 races at NASCAR's top level. And so from that standpoint, it's like, wh why even debate it? Is it a m remarkable feat? Absolutely. I mean, you, you guys were talking earlier. It's, it, it wasn't always where the divisions were all the same track. I remember a weekend where Kyle ran a Texas truck race on a Friday. He went to Nashville and did a Bush race on Saturday, and then went to Pocono and ran a cup race that afternoon. So it, it's, it hasn't been easy, but I just don't think it's the same as what Richard Petty did. And, you know, Pete, we should point out the fact that if, if you really want to understand why it's so different, truly, and, and I mean this respectfully, the king sometimes was helping drive his car to the track. You know he yeah. was working on it. You saw that your whole life. It was a different it's just scale a different of, it's, of where it's it is, different. right? Versus Kyle is, is able to have the support of three yeah. different teams. It really is when people talk about why it's different. I just want to make clear, like, life was completely yeah. different for those two racers. Yeah. But, Still hugely respectful. But, but what bothers me is when people start comparison, comparing them and then – they want to belittle Kyle Busch right. because they say, well, it's not 200 cups. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It's a phenomenal feat, yes. what, what he's done. He is a phenomenal race car driver. It's unbelievable. Let's talk, Pete. How about AJ? Um, excuse me. I'm looking I'm at AJ. Let's at AJ. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> um, what do you think? You know, a lot of people are asking, do you think that, that Ricky has changed his driving style? Or what do you think has kind of changed about his start to the 2019 season? You know, it's interesting because uh, we were asking people this morning, give us somebody that we're really not talking about and why we should be talking more about them. And we got some folks talking about Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And uh, the first caller was, well, he's in the top ten in the point standings, which, you know, all the discussion about what's wrong with Roush Family Racing in the last few years, did they get better? Well, he's been finishing well and he's in the top ten. But then a lot of more people chimed in about what you just said. Why is he so aggressive? Why is he so overly aggressive? Well, what was he doing in the way of Martin Shorts Jr. a couple weeks ago at Atlanta? Why was he ruffling so many feathers on the racetrack in Vegas with his side drafting? I don't see much of a difference, quite frankly, from what I've been able to see. I think Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is doing what he can with the race car he's given to get the best finish. Is it, is it aggressive? Maybe. But I kind of thought, guys, that race fans wanted more aggressive race driving. Not, not bull in the china shop, which I don't see. But I, I was a little surprised that a lot of folks feel 
Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has sort of morphed into this overly aggressive race car driver this year. Yeah, right? I mean, well, I mean, I think a lot of that comes from just the speedway racing yeah. and, and a couple of the the wrecks that he caused, and, and people yeah. kind of associate with that and yeah. Vegas last week as being too aggressive. What yeah. he did at Vegas is what you have to do with this arrow with pack. this package. That's you right. You have to side draft. Yeah. You have to try to slow the car down. But you know, people they get one thing in their head and <laughs> lock it in. And yeah. but you know, he's yeah. seventh in points. Can't argue with that. But you know, Pete, we we had the debate earlier uh, in the show about. Right now, with this package, and, and we've seen great racing so far, but really, who stands out to you as the best team right now in NASCAR? You know, AJ, I, I can't get away from Team Penske, and I know that's an easy answer because they won the last two races, but think about some of the other things that have happened. I mean, Brad Kozlowski at Daytona qualified 35th, got to the front, had to cut tires, still came back, and he finished 12th, went out the next week with the flu, won the race, finished second this past week. Joey Logano... Pretty good start to the season. He wins this past week. If there's one driver there that I'm a little surprised, it's Ryan Blaney. And I don't think the numbers depict really and truly how good Blaney's been running. He had a valve stem go down this past week. He had a cut tire. That put him behind the eight ball. He's leading laps. He's not getting the finish. But I guess the closest comparison I could come up with would be Stuart Haas Racing. But I, I look over there, and, and I see you know, Daniel Suarez is at a top ten. He's trying to find his way. Clint Boyer's very up and down. Harvick's doing what Harvick has done, and Almarola's right back there in the top ten. But there's no substitute for winning for me, guys. And when you win two out of the first three races like T. Penske has, to me, that's the strongest team in the garage area. Yeah, true that. Pete, Agreed. thanks for joining thanks, us. Thanks, man. We can't wait to listen to you in the morning. We appreciate you taking the time, man. Appreciate it, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Pete Pistoni right there. Don't forget the number to call in is 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. More of your calls straight ahead. Welcome back to Motormouth. We are going to the phones, Let's fellas. Let's get straight to it. Are you ready? Randy from California. Randy, am I correct to understand you were disappointed with the Las Vegas race? Tell me why. Because they were using the out-of-bounds and apron of the area. Where is the track measured at? It's not measured it on the apron. That's, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because that is that is a question that has come up before when we're talking about there are certain tracks where you can, there are certain tracks where you can't. There's not. There's it's not, not certain. Tra- it's it's Daytona and Talladega. Okay, so those would be. If y'all are unclear on sir, definition, we're clear. those we're two in. would be the ones that yeah. are certain. Yeah. You're welcome, English majors. <laughs> so, did, so uh, Randy, did you not like cars passing down there? I don't like, like them being down there. Period. Why don't they put? Why don't you put the K rails on the dog on track and let them hey, race on their apron? If you're gonna Randy, do it, Randy, it why, doesn't make why? sense. Yeah, but why did why didn't you like? Just tell me what you didn't like about seeing them down there. What what was your issue? Because it's not part of the racetrack. It's, it's like you going on, on the asphalt, interstate highway and racing on the side side part. Tell me well, you've never passed anybody on, on the shoulder. Uh, I not you, I, tell I me you've never passed anybody. Right, these, two, these, two, these two, Randy, you are correct. You are not <laughs> well, supposed to making good enough moves, moves if you're not making these a move two, on the shoulder. These Randy, two don't fall in that category. Randy, I, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry. But it, it's not a rule. You can go down there. They pave it. We use it. That's the way it's always been at every racetrack all around the country. It doesn't make any difference. You see it at the cup level. But they do it on short tracks. They run with all four wheels down on the flat. They use the part of the racetrack that makes their car drive the best. 
And that's the way it's going to be. So there's not a rule at these tracks. Just as AJ said, there is a Talladega, there is a Daytona, but not at these. Next call. Randy, great, great call. Thanks for calling. Now, here's the one thing I want to follow up, though. I'm kidding. Could that they, was a good question. Could they though. get rid of that rule at, at Talladega and at Daytona, and then it make more sense that then it's anywhere? Or... Yeah, next caller, please. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see what you've done to me. Uh, our next caller is going to be Bob from Pennsylvania. Bob, you want to talk about drivers racing Xfinity? Yeah, hey, how are you guys doing tonight? We're Good, man, buddy. Thanks for doing? the call. Um, you're welcome. Uh, my question is, you know, I, I love the Xfinity series a lot. But in my opinion, I think the cup drivers should not be in that series. I think it should just be the, for the lower drivers. They're trying to make a name for themselves and winning races like Jeffrey Earnhardt. I think Jeffrey Earnhardt should be in the 18 full time. I mean, that's my opinion, but what do you guys think? Bob, it's a great, it's yeah, th a great this question. Is a, this is a good debate. And, you know, I, I, you, I can look at it both ways, yeah. and, and I can almost get myself to believe it both ways. Yeah. But in the end, the way I look at it is you got one of the guys in there, Christopher Bell, that's talking about how the, he's going to get better by racing against exactly. the best. He's going to get better by racing against Kyle Busch and going out there learning from Kyle Busch and then beating Kyle Busch. Yeah. So, yeah, do they need to be in all the races? No, they do not. But and NASCAR's that's, addressed that. that's what NASCAR has done to fix that. that is the fact that they're not in all the races, but you have to race against the best, and that's what you want to do yeah. as a younger driver to go out there and learn. And it's there's nothing more confidence-building than going wheel-to-wheel -wheel with somebody like Kevin yeah. Harvick or Kyle Busch and beating them, yes. knowing that, you know what, on any given day, at the right moment, I can beat the best. Yeah. Now, do and you think these things this can apply, meaning it, it's not about the tracks, but about the competition? Like, meaning Kyle Busch, sure if question. Kyle Busch races you on a yeah. half-mile track, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. about the competition, it's about not the competition. where. No, it's not where. It's about the competition. But I'm going to say this, and this is where AJ's answer spoke to the sport. Spoke to the sport. Young drivers racing against experienced drivers is what makes you a better driver. Yeah. You build confidence. You know you can go wheel-to-wheel -wheel with Kyle Busch or, or Kevin Harvick, somebody like that. Let's bring up Jeffrey Earnhardt. What makes Jeffrey Earnhardt and gives him the opportunity to race is Kyle Busch driving that car because Kyle Busch is the one that's bringing the money in, not Jeffrey Earnhardt. That's just the way it is. That's a business deal. So you've got to have somebody who will attract the sponsors so you can give that young kid a break. So it's a double-edged sword, and, and like, I'm with you. I can talk myself yeah. either way on this subject. So here's what I want to know from you guys' perspective. Could could Xfinity be a stronger move if it wasn't at all the same tracks? If it went back oh, to some know. of those smaller tracks where you still had the same level of competition, yeah, but guys like Bubba Pollard and guys yeah. like Christopher Bell yeah. in cars and still have a Kyle Busch yeah. or whoever it has come down. Because Bob's point Listen, is here's correct. The, but here's it is the point. meant to make yeah, but, people better drive. Okay, sorry. We're, sorry, caller. We're, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I'm going to say this. That's what bothers me when people say, when people say, I, I don't like racing or I don't like this kind of, the, the, I don't like the racing. That's not it. That's not it. If you want to see good racing, go to your local short track. There's some dang good racing in this country at 55 miles an hour, at 65 miles right. an hour on a local short track with guys that aren't household names. But that's good racing. Go support that. This is totally different. So, no, I, you know, I, we can go either way on this. So, you, I just want to clarify, you think Xfinity should run at Indy? No. That Indy should go back to the other play. Xfinity. That's caller, please. What, you know what? Got? How about I don't know who one? you are, but uh, just start talking. Dude. Danny. Just start talking. Danny, what's on your mind? Yes, sir. I would like to have a word with Mr. 
Kyle Petty there talking about how Ford dominates, has dominated NASCAR this year when we're only three races in to the season. How can he officially make that call? And number two, like when Kyle Larson was leading no. the race at Atlanta, and the only reason why he lost, I believe, was due to bad luck. And just like, oh, oh. no, that wasn't bad. Oh, oh. talking so I can answer, okay? So you just tell me when you're done. Are you done? Okay. Here's why I say that Ford has dominated. Because they kicked butt last year, and they've not checked up since they dropped the green flag this year at Daytona. They are still the dominant manufacturer. Toyota has run good. Toyota has run good. Chevy's still trying to find where they're at. Still, Chevy is still trying to find. You can say, yes, Chevy won all those manufacturer championships. Thumbs up. Tell me what you did in the last two weeks. Not much, dude. Not much. And that's not bad luck when you have a speeding penalty. That's not bad luck if your pit crew goes over the wall early. That's not bad luck. That's self-induced. Bad luck is when somebody wrecks in front of you and you get in their mess and you had no place to go. That's luck. I just want you to go. Well, I don't know where you live, but go to the library, get a dictionary, look up luck, and then call us back next week. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the call, Doug. We really on, appreciate you don't have to, it. You don't have to chime in here. Uh, <laughs> guess what? We're going we're gonna to take another call. That one went so well. Patrick, what's on your mind? Well, thanks for allowing me to speak. But, yes. Rutledge, i got to ask, are you in charge of this, or is Kyle in charge of this? No. You know what? That's a really that's a really interesting question. I think that we are a, we are a team. We are a unit here. Uh, and if you I saw, I did lean back with I, AJ on that last one. I got a uh, a comment about Kyle Busch. I am a Kyle Busch fan. I think Thank he you is, for leading uh, with that honesty. Upcoming two hundred yard uh, two hundred win um, monumental thing for him uh, is just an important part of racing as a whole. If he was somebody else, if he wasn't so polarizing, we probably wouldn't have this same conversation of whether, you know, is it any good or not? No, it's not the same as the Kings record. Not at all. But look at how much Kyle has done for our sport by running a, a truck, team, team, Yeah, right. how many yeah. uh, how many young drivers has he brought in and mentored to both Xfinity and some of them are already getting into uh, the the top leagues. So you know he's done a lot for that, and he has a lot more wins in him. So yeah, yeah. from yeah, my Patrick, perspective, I, mean, for I sure. think it's an important it, thing. It yeah, comes it down to, and this is what we do, and it comes down to whether you like people, you hate yeah. them, what decade you grew up in. 
and I, I find it now more and more, it doesn't matter what sport you're in. It's the whole Michael Jordan versus LeBron argument. Yeah, All exactly. this, this, this argument, we just need to celebrate greatness. Yeah. Like it does, it, it, because one person's great, it doesn't make the other person not great. That's exactly if, right. It, it doesn't if, change it. If when Kyle Busch wins 200 races and probably wins a ton more, he may get to yes. 250. That's exactly 300. right. 300. That's I exactly right. He knows right, how man. long he does this for. It doesn't make what Richard Petty. No. It doesn't take anything doesn't away make from it. it any less. Yeah. It's just, and we got to stop doing this in all sports. Yeah. Just celebrate greatness when it's happening Great because point. we're very lucky to get to see greatness happening in front of us. It's no different than Jimmy Johnson winning seven championships. And if he wins eight, to be able yeah. to see. I remember standing on pit road at Homestead watching Jimmy celebrate his seventh championship thinking, my, my God, we get to see something right. great happening. Yeah. So something just, that happens just very celebrate. rarely. That's true. Stop all the hating. Yes, come on, people. Right? Not you, Patrick, because you like him. Yeah, Haters going to hate. Gonna hate. <laughs> that, and you guys noticed when he led with the, I'm a Kyle Busch fan? Yeah, I like that, man. Was able, if you're Thanks. honest about it, we're able to all learn something here. Uh, we really appreciate the call. We're going to take a lot more. If you've got something to say, give us a call. Guess what? Mystery caller is on oh. the line Oh, my next. gosh. Mystery caller. Hold on to your hats. Right now, something we've wanted to do is get a mystery caller from Kyle's Circle of Friends on the show. It's Carl. Kyle, you've got 45 seconds. It's guess. not Carl from Action. That's you my got first about guess. 45 seconds to guess who's on the seconds. phone waiting. You can ask the person questions to see who it is. So I'll start. Uh, mystery caller, how long have you known Kyle? Well, I've known Kyle now for about uh, 15 years. 15 years. Okay, do you, do you have a question, Kyle? No, I'm the gonna let you go. Running. You're gonna I, no, go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, okay. You, you ask the questions. I'm because I, I gotta think. How many years did he say? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Caller, what, what year were you born? I was born in 1962. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite food? My favorite. favorite what's yeah? Favorite food. It's, it's probably uh, frosted flakes. Okay. Frosted, frosted flakes. flakes. Um, do you want to? I feel like you're gonna get this pretty soon. If if I challenged um, you, how many sit-ups could you do in a day? Up. I know who it is. I know who it is. Bill Richard. <laughs> it's Herschel Walker, ladies and gentlemen. It's Herschel Walker. It's you not Bill. I know, but that's why I said Bill Richard. Herschel, Herschel, oh, Herschel oh, Walker. Herschel Walker, dude. <laughs> oh goodness, Herschel. I'm so glad you called oh in the show. Man. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. I didn't know it until he started on the setup thing, and then I'm like, oh, it's got to be hurt. Okay, I yeah, like, I got you. Hey, I was like, no, you gave it away when you said sit up. I was yeah. like, oh, I, I, I thought I had changed my voice and everything. Yeah, you had, yeah I, I was not sure until then. I thought I was when you when you answered the first question, but then I'm like, no, that's not how Herschel, do you, How do you and Herschel Walker, the legend of, of football, how do you guys Which know Which obviously he's never taught you how to Motorcycle. do any sit-ups. No, no, not me. Are you kidding me? That's why I'm pushing away from the table. Motorcycles, man. Herschel goes on the Kyle Page charity ride every year. Is this our 25th year? Herschel will be back there. He is signing autographs at a, at a fuel stop and meeting some of the campers. Thank you for always. He brought That's George Rogers. Are you bringing George back this year? Uh, George is coming back, but he's not riding a motorcycle again. George's going to be a fan. 
of course, is uh, I assume you always bring your family yes. out on the ride with yes, us. You it's do. so much fun. Uh, but I want to know, Herschel, for you, you know, they just announced the, the full stops, everything. Yes. We're going corner to corner of the country. But what is it about the Cal Petty Charity Ride that you love so much? You know, what made this special for me, and, you know, I started 15 years ago, is this is really a big, big family. I've never been on something that the – people look forward to it. I miss it. And that's what's so crazy about it. I miss this ride. When you finish the ride, I'm like, man – I can't wait till next year. And, you know, most everyone has been on the ride when I started is still on the ride. And and, and Kyle, I want to give it to Kyle and Morgan because, you know, all year long, they keep up with everyone. They want to know what's going on, how you doing, is how your kids doing. You know, that's, this is very special. I'm not, and, I, you know, I played football uh, longer, but I, tell you, I think I got more friends on the ride than I do during football players. And I, and I love that. Well, it's so cool. Thank you, is that man. Every Thank city, you very much. Every city we go to, and I know you've never had a chance to go on the ride. I hope you will come with us. I'm going to do it as a sidecar with you. Come yeah, with me. There we go. That'd yeah, be great. Right. I ride I'll the caravan with, with the Kevins <laughs> and Boomer. But you know what's cool is that, Herschel, every single place we go, yeah. there are little kids that look up and say, that's Herschel Walker. Yeah. He, he won the Heisman. There's Georgia fl- he played flags the NFL. everywhere. Everywhere. everywhere you go, there's Georgia It's just so flags. cool to it see. The, the love that not only NASCAR fans have for you, but, but people all over the country, man. It's so much fun. <laughs> now, let's be, let's be honest here now. No, I tell you what, I'm impressed with, you know, uh, and Kyle, don't take anything away from this. You know, when the king comes on the ride, I told everyone, and this is no joke, I said, he steps off that bike, he's become Elvis. He put that hat on. <laughs> people forget about her for walking even at this, and they're going to the team. And I'm like, man, I got to get a picture too because I'm telling you, I, 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 I've been a Richard Petty fan forever. And I'll be trying to ride next to him. I don't think you want to ride next to him. I'm a little weird. <laughs> but I, he's, the, yeah, he's the one that you want to come out to see. No, they come out to see you too, man. I appreciate you doing it every year. Thank you. Can't wait to this see you, man. See you in Seattle. So I Thank know. you for calling, man. Hey, before you go, what bike you bring in this year? Oh, my gosh. He's got oh, a new one. What, what, Oh, you wait till you see this bike here. This is a tribute to the Cal Petty Charity Ride to Herschel Walker. You know, I had Rick uh, from Stokers who, who painted my bike. Rick is this, this unusual uh, motorcycle builder that builds these unusual bikes. And I told Rick, just do something that's really wild that's going to catch everyone's attention. Yeah. When you see this bike here, it's going to be a bike that you're going to say, what in the world has happened to you, Herschel? <laughs> I can't wait, Absolutely. man. Herschel Walker, you. I told Rick I shouldn't even be riding the darn thing. <laughs> How about that? Rick Fairless working on yeah, the bike. Can't wait, Herschel, man. We thank can't wait you. to see you on the ride. Thanks for joining us, buddy. You're the man. See you in Seattle, man. Thank you, guys. Hey, I mean, you, hey. now you realize the show's big time. Herschel that's, Walker that's, calls that's, in. That's big. Right there. I mean, that's the guy big. looks like he could still oh, line steel. up at running back. Steel. It's insane. Yeah. He can. He's picking he can. me up he and throwing me across the room Believe. pretty easily. We're taking your calls next. 844-NASCAR-NBC. Motor Mouse will be right back. Welcome back to Motor Mouse. 
We're going to get to the phones, y'all. That was they, good. That, was, that last segment, I was Herschel Walker is amazing. Herschel Walker, baby. Uh, first ride, I was on that he came on. He had this amazing bike, biggest stereo I've ever seen, smallest gas tank, and he would fly in front of us, go to the gas tank, and <laughs> yeah. he'd fly back and just kept going. And you could hear him coming from behind. It was the music amazing. was playing, man. It was crazy. Herschel Walker on the charity ride. 25th anniversary. Go check it out. Come see us while we're out there. We're going to talk to Bonnie now, who Bonnie's on the phone. Bonnie. And Bonnie from Missouri. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about the Supra. Show me, Bonnie. Yes, I want to know. It's a show me state. I want to know if they're going to do something because that back end is a lot shorter than the rest of them. So are you wondering what, if anything, they will do to, to work on that? Yeah. I don't think they want to work on that. They keep winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, it's a, that's a I great mean, question. Just, like, yeah. Why would you? I mean, you, they've won the last two. And that's what's interesting, right? We were talking about earlier when you gave the, the Mustang props. Yeah. People were really hoping that the Camaro was going to be this different thing for Chevy. And yeah. it, it, it's had some real hurdles for it. Ford's obviously getting that Mustang dialed in. If the Supra can do as well uh, in Cup Series as it's doing Xfinity, if they decide to go that route, uh, I don't think that could be a bad thing. I, for one, love the Supra, so I can't wait for it to return. But uh, it is cool to see, in my mind, as a, as a car fan, all of these cars that were once kind of referred to as pony cars out there that look like cars that you can actually buy. I love it. Bonnie, thanks for the call. You're awesome. Uh, Wes from Tennessee. Wes, you want to know why Bristol isn't in the playoffs. Is that right? Yes, sir. I would, I would just really like to know with all the history there, the hype, um, I just think it would be a great chase race. Yeah, Maybe a Kyle, I over. mean, you make the schedule. Why are, why are you not putting Bristol in? <laughs> Great question. We oh, should, my gosh. Wow, why don't you change that? You know what? They may change that. I'm just going to say just stick around for another 10 or 15 years, and they may change that. That's um, possible. They, it's, it is it's a great race. Yeah, it is a great race. But, you know, the night race, the all the all any race, anytime you have a race up there, uh, they put dirt on it and run sprint cars up there. When, I mean, it's a great race. I mean, they, and so, but I think there may come a time when they start shuffling some of those playoff races. Right now, it's just the way NASCAR has been. It's just the way the contracts read for the racetracks. And you can't just go in and start moving stuff around until you get to a point where you say, okay, we're going to wipe the slate clean and start yeah. all over. You just can't start moving the stuff around. But eventually, they may get to that. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Wes. We appreciate you. Next up, we got Connor from Greenville, South Carolina. Connor, what's your question? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're doing good, great, man. Good. Thank you all so much for answering my call. I've been a NASCAR fan since I was a little kid. I just want to thank you all so much. Um, my question for you all is um, I got a question about which uh, Chevrolet driver do you guys think will win first this season? And if so, which track do you all think it will be at? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh. Good question. Go ahead, go ahead Kyle. Mm. Man, I don't know. I, I'm going to say, I, look, I'm going to pick an easy one. I'm going to say California, Kyle Larson. You know, if he's he a two-mile guy. If he don't he's have a, any I mean, he's bad a two-mile guy. If he don't yeah. have any bad yeah, luck, right? Bad luck, like that bad luck on pit road, yeah. speeding on pit road, or <laughs> bad luck getting through the I, tunnel. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say Chase Elliott, Martinsville. Oh, oh wow. That's good. Go. Because, because if you I'm haven't fit, Elliott, man, so because if, yeah. the package won't make as yeah. big of a difference in Martinsville. Great point. Great point. Yeah. I, Connor, we right. appreciate it. You should have told us you were a Chase Elliott fan before we answered the question. Right? Man. Come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's, not, that's not fair, dude. We don't that's mind, not fair. for the record. We will totally. <laughs> he, was, he was really mad the crowd. that Blinky didn't call him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Go man. to Disney World. <laughs> I like that it took like three weeks for people to realize, like, okay, I'm sorry we said mean things about you guys. 
<laughs> Turns out Chase is really funny, yeah. and he's a smart okay, commercial. So we're going to take a commercial. We've got time for more calls. Don't forget, if we don't get your calls in this show, please stick around for the NASCAR America debrief on YouTube at 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be right back. But I'm gonna say this. But I'm gonna say this. And I'm gonna say this. Here's what I'm gonna say. But I'm gonna tell you. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you. But I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. But I'm telling you something. And listen, I will say it forever. <laughs> That's exactly right, people. <laughs> That's the greatest intro of all time. We're gonna play that every week. Welcome back to Motor Mouse. Nate Ryan is here for this fantastic segment. Thank you for whoever put that together. Nate, you're gonna throw a bunch of stuff out there for us. I am. Fans are talking uh, about. A bunch of people have thrown stuff at us on Twitter. Hashtag Let Me Say This. And we're going to get things started with uh, Lugnut. Lugnut X, I believe, mm -hmm. had this to say about Kyle Petty. He said, if Richard Petty was running today, he would be a 15th place driver. No way would he be even close to the numbers Kyle Busch has. Hashtag haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Hashtag Rowdy Nation knows the truth. Yeah. Lugnut, that's crazy. Lugnut, you're an idiot. That's <laughs> okay, crazy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to the next kind one. Of the response I thought yeah, we were going to Yeah, that's my response. And that's my nice response. Let me just say that. Okay, here. do we have William next? Oh, yeah. All right, William uh, says, uh, hashtag let me say this. Sorry. Regarding Kyle Busch, I'm tempted to ask NASCAR for the finishing <laughs> results of all of Petty's wins. If the numbers show most of the races, he killed the field. That says more about how dominant his car was. The advantage Rowdy had were more cars in the lead lap. Stop comparing this stuff, people. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. Somebody, stop. Hey, for the record, just because you weren't at the race doesn't mean that it wasn't a great race. Like, that seems bananas. Is that what he said? No, but they're trying to say, like, oh, yeah. well, Kyle is... No. no, it's not the same. No. It's just stop. Oh, number one. I, I and number I two... Question. The way he words that, does he say the car would have just drove itself? <laughs> I, think, I, I think that's I sort know. of the implication. And I don't think... Next they one, Nate. Next come on. The movie come cars. On. Let me say this. There's not a car named Kyle let in me, there at all. Let, let me say, this. say this. Let me say this. Let's go. All right. Uh, Mishy on Twitter says, uh, team, uh, in response to which team is the best, Team Penske seems to have things figured out. Fast and good handling cars during the race. Great pit crews that consistently get them spots on pit road. Good crew chief strategies and experienced drivers that keep digging all. That's a smart person. Great right analysis. There. That's yeah. great analysis right yeah. there. And no bad luck. A little, bit, luck. A little no, bit less of the snark that we've had. Yeah, uh, great so analysis. Far. Okay. Uh, Sensible NASCAR fan uh, at Smart NASCAR says, See, that's, hashtag, an that's an oxymoron right there. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> hashtag, let me say this. For as long as anyone can remember, oh, no. Team Hendrick was the best. However, right now, Team Penske and Stuart Haas Racing are in a tie for the best. All Team Chevy teams are in a tie, are in a tie for last. But, but... <laughs> How many manufacturer championships yes, has Chevy that's won? True. That's right. Yeah, that's, we got to go back that, to our man. Who yeah, was, yeah, you know, the big Chevrolet. But fan. listen, it, it, it can all flip. Okay. We know that it can all flip yep. within a four or five race race segment. Okay. Uh, finally, Tyson Martin uh, says on Twitter, even though it's been a struggle lately, Team Hendrick still is the best team in NASCAR. So much success behind them to prove it. Can't keep a strong team down for long. That's true. And you know what? That, they are a great team, and they have come back from deeper holes than yeah. where they're at right now. But right now, the question was, who is the best team in racing right now? Not in the history of the sport, not in the last 100 years. That's not, that wasn't the question. Right now. Right now, it's Penske. Sorry. What's his name? Tyson. 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 I like my Tyson. cake like your with chicken, Tyson. Like your chicken, Tyson. I want to get me some Mike Tyson. Guys, AJ, for some reason, isn't on Instagram. We're going to change that. If you're on the phone, stay with us. Sam from Connecticut. I'm sorry we didn't get to you. Billy Ray. Yeah, sorry. sorry, Mr. Quit that. Stick around. We're going to be on the NBC Motorsports YouTube channel right now. Thanks for watching.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.